Folks, let me give you some friendly advice. Do not be the creative who spends thousands and thousands of your hard-earned dollars on equipment each year without spending one penny on your marketing. If there's ever been a time to rise above the noise and do something just a little bit different to impress your leads and wow your clients, I would say now's that time. And my favorite way to do that is by leveraging print promotion using the photography that I am the most proud of. So our amazing friends at Bay Photo Lab have almost every product that you can think of, from magazines to photo books to promo cards that you can leave behind. And listen, if you just want something to dazzle your office or living space at home with, well, they have options for that too. You can get prints and wall displays from basically every style, from canvas to metal to acrylic. And the best part is you can get 25% off your first time order just by going to bayphoto.com, signing up today. They ship everywhere in the world, folks, and all their products look incredible. So do yourself a favor, start leaving an impact, whether it's for your personal memories at home or for your professional marketing at work. Bay Photo Lab, designed by photographers for photographers. You are listening to Entrepreneurs, a podcast that inspires photographers and visual artists who live their best creative lives. My name is Michael Durr. I am your host and a full-time photographer here to give you some tools so you can build your life in creative self-employment. Beyond that, I get to sit down with an amazing community of creative professionals to talk about process, business, and the lessons that have helped them grow. So let's get to it. Entrepreneur Season 2, kicking off next. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the show. My name is Michael Durr. Thank you so much for joining me. Hope you're having a good and a safe day. And I say safe because that is one of the major themes of today's episodes is your overall safety. And before I jump into today's topic, I wanted to give you guys a glimpse into how this podcast is generally constructed, how I basically go about recording the episodes. Uh, A lot of times to maintain this sort of consistency in publishing every week, what I do is I basically choose a day and I batch edit a handful of episodes. But recently, I've just been a little bit too busy to batch edit a bunch of content in advance. And so in this new year, I've just actually been kind of playing catch up. I've been coming up with concepts a day before the episode airs. And that might be a little bit more chaotic than I'd like. I'm not going to lie about that. But the cool thing about it is that these episodes have become somewhat a little bit fresher, at least to me, because I'm sort of reacting to what's going on in the photography world in the moment and finding something that inspires me to talk about, as opposed to something that I had planned uh, three months ago. So I did this recently with the staging episode and about photojournalistic ethics. I did it around the 1099K. And today I just saw a photographer getting hurt during an assignment, very kind of unfortunate story that highlighted the importance of safety. And it just inspired me to talk about kind of the role that insurance could play in your ability to maintain a creative life. Now, this is not going to be a full educated breakdown of every scenario on your insurance policies. I might do that down the road, or I might just get a root canal because that seems maybe just as fun. All right. I'm kidding. It's important stuff. I'm just dreading doing it. But uh, anyway, today's episode is just more to bring attention to having insurance and covering your ass as best you can, because really, there's just a lot of things that you don't have control over and bad luck just might find you on any given day. So I was perusing Twitter slowly getting back onto that platform, by the way, you know, it's okay. It's not great, but it's all right. And I just saw that a fellow photographer, um, not somebody I know personally, but a fellow in the sense that she's part of this kind of collective group of creatives that I love so much, this tribe of of creatives. Uh, she fell off the stage at the LA Rams Super Bowl parade. Her name is Kelly Smiley. She is a freelance photographer and a full-time photo editor for the NFL and the LA Kings, among other things. And there's video footage of it. I think she might have just taken one step back, thinking she might have had two feet of space. Uh, She fell off, I don't know, maybe like a five-foot, six-foot stage, and immediately broke her equipment, which obviously costs a lot of money. But more pressing and more unfortunately is that she she actually fractured her spine, which is um, 
really rough because it's not just a painful experience that this probably has to be, but it's potentially a very slow recovery to getting back to what she loves to do at a full capacity and getting back to supporting herself through her art. So the first thing I want to say is obviously, Kelly, I uh, I don't know you, but I'm wishing you nothing but the best. This absolutely sucks. Recover well, not just physically, but also mentally. I think that's very important. And um, hopefully there is a good amount of contributions to the GoFundMe page. At this point, I think there's about $43,000 that I've seen contributed to the GoFundMe page set up by her colleague, Tim uh, Kothlau. So thank you for setting that up for her. I think this is a great thing about the community. Sometimes it can be very bitter and jealous and uh, competitive, but uh, when things like this happen, I think the community does come to the aid and the the support of its fellow colleagues, because I know the cost of equipment can be very high. I know I can only fathom the cost of the medical bills, to be honest, and the potential time that you know she might be away from working at full capacity might be very lengthy as well. Um, so even if her insurance was taking care of the medical and the replacement cost of her gear, how much will the insurance take care of her time away from work? Like, I don't know how far that worker's comp on her policy is going to stretch. So I am going to link the GoFundMe page in the show notes. Thank you again to Tim Kofflau, her colleague, for setting this up. Hopefully this helps her recover just a little bit faster financially while she's recovering physically, mentally, emotionally, all those things. So uh, all the best to you, Kelly. Hope to see you back out there as soon as you're able. Now, situations like this for everybody else can be a very rough patch. And I remember several years ago, a friend of mine, he was shooting a football game and he got absolutely hammered on the sidelines by two players running into him at the same time. It was like a, a major tackle collision. It was like a quarterback or a running back and a, uh, a defensive end or something like that. And he was not quick enough to get out of the way because he's doing his job. He's looking through the viewfinder. He's looking through the lens. And he's got a very narrow perspective of the surroundings. And by his recount, I believe he got hit so hard that it actually knocked him back like 10 to 15 feet. And he immediately broke his 400 millimeter lens and his 1DX. And on the other shoulder, which had his other camera, his 24 to 70, whatever it might be, that goes flying. His monopod snaps like a toothpick. And shortly after getting up, he kind of blacks out, needs to be rushed to the hospital to get checked out to make sure that there was no Drew Bledsoe type of internal bleeding situation. Now, lucky enough for him, he did have no broken bones. He had no internal bleeding, uh, no punctured lungs or anything like that. I think they called it internal bruising, which I'm not even sure what that is, but he had a rather clean bill of health. The one thing that he did not have was health insurance. So the medical cost for him without severe damage to his body was, I think, close to $8,000. And so I just think about, imagine if he broke his ribs, what if he ruptured his spleen or something? Because I actually remember at the time he was also moving. So anytime you move, right, like there are clear costs involved with packing and shipping and traveling everything, first and last month's rent, everything of that nature. So he couldn't afford to manage the monthly cost of those medical bills. And eventually, unfortunately, he sold all of his equipment and he left the industry altogether. Now, that one incident is not the sole reason for that departure. I think there are many things that lined up in that aspect for him. But it did play a part, just as it does for a lot of others. Because the reality is, my friend is not the only colleague I know who doesn't have health insurance. Okay, so I know several who elect to bypass it. I know even more who have no professional insurance for their business either. I'm talking your general liability, I'm talking your equipment and your professional liability insurance. And amazingly enough, I know a couple of people who have elected to bypass auto insurance, which is just insane to me in a city like Los Angeles. But nonetheless, that's a situation. And I really don't know any photographers who consider disability insurance, even though they are constantly being put in more dangerous settings. And actually, I just want to emphasize one thing really quickly, because I think that anything nowadays can be kind of a dangerous setting. You know, you don't have to be a football photographer on the sidelines. You don't have to be a photojournalist documenting the war overseas 
to be in a dangerous situation. I just read that a photographer in San Francisco got assaulted and held up. I'm not sure if it was at gunpoint, but certainly there was a gun involved to some degree uh, during a photo shoot where the photographer was just photographing the wedding and then they were kind of going off and doing some other portraits on the side. And I actually think he fought those guys off, believe it or not, which is sort of crazy to me. I, I think I would have just given them my cameras and gone through my insurance provider. But I believe he went on to say that he did it because he wanted to preserve the photos for the couple because he'd never get those back. You know, you can't duplicate the wedding moments. And that is such a sweet sentiment. It might be a little bit foolish to me, but genuinely, what a good hearted person that is to prioritize the photo moments for the couple and not so much your safety. So kudos to you and your bravery. Thankfully, you got out of there safe and sound. Now, I'm confident that that photographer had insurance just in case things went really south. But to assume everybody does would just be wrong. It's a major cost. And there's like a million different insurances out there. So it's no surprise that some people are going to simply take their chances. And I understand full heartedly the pressing need to save money at times. You know, when I lost my client several years ago, I did not renew my photography insurance policy because I literally needed every single dollar I could afford to throw at rent and throw out the mountain of debt that I had accumulated. And because I did not want to play with fire, I didn't want to be in a position where I was working these jobs without insurance. So I didn't take on many assignments during that time. It was kind of like quitting photography, to be honest with you. I basically had to hit pause until I could get all my finances in order. And one thing that I learned the hard way is that when you dig yourself into a hole, and it may not be your fault, but regardless, you're in a freaking hole, your next moves become way harder. Like it's hard to throw things overboard when the ship is sinking. But that's that's sort of kind of what you have to do. You got to cut dead weight when you get hit with a major medical or equipment bill. You know, you have to make very shrewd choices on your expenses and how you manage your money while you're just trying to navigate the emotions that you're feeling by being blindsided by the iceberg that you just hit. Like you're in freak out mode, you're panicking. So to me, it's easier to plan for disasters when you're already in decent shape because your headspace is clearer. You know, you're in a better financial situation to sort of move money around, to budget for insurance. You can build an emergency fund to balance your lean months, your potential layoffs, or in this situation, your major injury. But more importantly than any of that is that you're just in a better headspace mentally and emotionally. So put yourself in this position for a second here. You know, you get knocked down unexpectedly in the blink of an eye, you're $20,000 in the hole. Things can become very emotional. It's not as easy to make the right decisions or make the decisions that at least align with your ambitions, right? So like my friend had to sell all of his gear and quit photography. To him, that was his only option. I don't think he wanted to, but that collision that he took might have been the last straw that broke the camel's back. So instead of critically looking at how he could climb back, how could I kill off debt or change my spending habits or raise my rates or build this fund, pick up some side hustles, whatever it might be, he just kept kicking himself for being stupid, okay? So those are his words, not mine, for not having the health insurance, for putting himself in that position. And it really did break his spirit. And I totally saw it. I totally saw it in his face, right? Like photography was no longer fun for him. It was no longer something that provided him fulfillment or joy or anything along those lines. It was really just kind of this burden. It was this constant reminder of all the trauma that he and his wife went through, right? The physical, the mental, the financial, the emotional, all of that, it was all on the table. And I can attest, that is a very real thing. There's a very serious weight to that. Trust me, if you feel like you failed your partner, your loved ones, or anybody that relies on you, it's an emotional burden that you carry. There's not a lot of clarity of thought. It's constant shame and self-loathing, and it becomes hard to climb out of. So I say with great understanding of these situations, you know, plan your course of actions as best you can when things are running smoothly so you don't have to deal with them when shit really hits the fan. And so I guess I'd say for those of you who are putting yourselves out there, working assignments, putting your gear and your body in harm's way without the proper insurances in place to protect you, just understand that you are gambling. That's what it is. And it's not really the smart gambling like in your favor. It's not like put down $5 and you could win 1000 
It's kind of the opposite. It's like putting down $10,000 on the line to win maybe 200 or whatever the day rate might be for you. That's sort of the trade-off. You're hoping you can work an assignment without incident, but if you do get into an incident, the cost is going to well exceed what you got in return. And it might stink to pay for these things each month, but just please try to see it as your cost of doing business. All right. It's just what comes with the territory of being a professional. So if I break a camera, if I get into a car accident on the way to a job or I get injured on the job, I want to be able to recover without getting into an absurd amount of debt because the debt, depending on how severe, could take you longer to recover from than the actual physical injuries itself. And I'm being serious about that. If you got into $10,000 worth of medical debt and you had to rebuy all your gear again on a low to moderate income, it might take you five years to clear that off where it might take you one year to heal that broken leg. Now, on the flip side, somebody might be thinking, if I do what you say, Mike, I could very well spend thousands and thousands of dollars on insurance and never get into an accident once, and I'd be wasting a lot of money. So aren't you being an alarmist? If I don't spend the money on auto, health, and photography insurance, and I instead invested that, let's say, eight to $10,000 in the stock market or real estate or whatever, I could turn that into $12,000 or $15,000 or $20,000 or more. Wouldn't you rather be $15,000 up instead of $10,000 down? And to that, I say, of course, I'd rather be up than down. But what what is the reality that you can keep stringing together these good years of fortune is my question. Like, you're going to have to live like a hermit to avoid any type of accident. You know, it's just a matter of time. You're going to have to shoot product photography for the rest of your life to avoid damaging your gear. So when you work in the field, you're exposing yourself to a number of possibility of accidents outside of your control. You know, some things might happen because it's your fault too. But the point is, you can't control a 200-pound running back getting tackled into you at full speed. You never know if today is the day that you're going to get mugged. Ask any Bay Area photographer right now how comfortable they feel about going out and shooting assignments with any type of professional gear on them, okay? Insurance is not an investment. I've said this many times on the podcast before. You know, it's not here to make you money. It's here to cover your ass. And I get it. It is pure defense. And some people hate playing defense. They always want to play offense. But guess what? Defense does win championships, all right? Good defense is going to prevent you from getting down big in the first half. And sure, you might be down eight, but you're never going to be down 30. So consider that food for thought, everybody. Your financial choices are obviously your own. If you want to take on the risk, just be careful when you're out there. Be aware of your surroundings as best as you possibly can. For everyone else, budget for your insurance premiums. Simple as that. It's a cost of doing business. Insurance equals assurance. It's not going to make you rich. It's just going to keep you afloat. So that is my time for today, folks. Once again, I'm going to link that GoFundMe page in the show notes for Kelly Smiley. If you'd like to help her out, wishing her a speedy and pain-free recovery, of course. Good luck to all you Bay Area photographers, anyone else out there getting hurt on assignment, wishing you all the very best in your endeavors. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Remember, wherever you are listening to this program, folks, whether it's Apple, whether it's Spotify, Google, it takes five seconds to rate the show. Hopefully, I have done a good enough job to provide you some value over these episodes to earn a five-star rating. If I haven't, that's okay, too. Uh, I appreciate that so much. Thank you so much again, folks. Have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, and take care. What's up, entrepreneurs? Thank you for tuning in and making it all the way to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed the content you just listened to, hit subscribe and tune in again next week. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Entrepreneurs Pod for updates, promos, and giveaway contests that we run throughout the year. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out our really cool website, EntrepreneursPod.com. It's a great resource for you to download informational PDFs and booklets, access discount codes from our amazing affiliates, and read what our audience is up to on our community blog. For now, I just want to say thank you for tuning in, supporting the show, and being a part of this journey. This is Michael Durr signing off for now, Entrepreneurs Season 2. Let's go.
This episode of Entrepreneurs was brought to you by Bay Photo Lab. First time orders receive 25% off on any professional photo printing product or service. Yes, I said 25%. Just go to bayphoto.com to browse the amazing selection of gifts, prints, and displays. That's bayphoto.com once again. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.